Good evening, friends, followers, and fellow book lovers. I am excited to bring you this episode, this new episode where I share with you a book I've recently read. And um, today's book is Lies My Government Told Me by Dr. Robert Malone. Now, if you're not familiar with Dr. Robert Malone, he is one of the um, chief creators of the mRNA technology that was used in the vaccines. So why this book? I read this book because Dr. Malone spoke out against the vaccine technology. Two, he helped create the RMA technology, and he had some understanding of how it worked. Number three, he was attacked because he spoke out about a technology that he helped create and his concerns of what it could be doing inside the human body. All right. Three leadership principles that he exhibited um, through this time period and that he doesn't talk about in this work as he's the leader. But one, he stepped up in a national crisis. He was willing to raise his hand and say, hey, this doesn't look right. I Can we talk about this? He fought for others. And even when he was maligned and threatened and attacked, um, he stayed in the fight. So three parts from the book. The first one comes on page 31. Uh, it's coming off Kindle. Uh, I am firmly committed to a belief that the American experiment in self-governance forged in another crucible, the tyranny of a mad king remains relevant today. I reject the twisted logic of those who assert that these principles are obsolete, antiquated, and must be replaced with a system built upon a collectivism and globalist totalitarianism, totalitarianism vision. A system of government and command and control economic activity that has consistently failed every time they have tried it throughout history. Do you guys understand? That it is a failed model. And also, this form of government is so powerful, in my opinion, that is why it's under attack. Because the people could really live free, as free as our founding fathers envisioned, as free as they lived when they were here on this earth. This America would be so different than what we see today. It would be so different. And it would be amazing the kind of technology and the other um, the other things that we could do here in America and across the world for other people. Oh, my goodness. It would be amazing. Number two, if the masses cannot be commanded, they have to be manipulated. That's where modern indoctrination and propaganda was born, as it is described in the works of people such as Lippmann, Trotter, and Bernays. I don't know how much you know about American history, but Americans did something stupid after World War II, in my opinion. They took all the propagandists and all the people that helped with that in Germany, and they brought them to America and had them teach us how they did it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, man? 
it was it was a big mistake and we have been we have been paying that price over and over again excuse me number 3 the cd itself is a leading purveyor of misinformation about vaccines for example a literature review by the prestigious cochrane collaboration authors uh, note 2009 on the safety and effectiveness of the influenza vaccine concluded that the fundamental assumptions underlying the CDC's universal flu shot recommendation are unsupported by the scientific evidence. And furthermore, that the CDC has deliberately misrepresented the science in order to support its policy. In short, the CDC has been lying about the flu vaccine. Now, each of us all have our own feelings about this. This is his research and his data. And about 20% of the, the book is all footnotes and stuff like that. So get it, read it, and do your own research. And then comment below if you want to. Um, so... Uh, I never really felt the flu vaccine was very effective. And that just basically came because every time my dad was ordered to go get it by a first sergeant or a company commander or somebody along those lines, um, he would be sick in bed for a week. For a whole week. But if he naturally went through flu season of his own, then he never had any problems. He didn't get sick. He wasn't in bed for a week. My left eye is being a little wonky here, guys. Sorry about that. It's not Katie Perry wonky, but it's been a little off there. Probably just my contacts drive. All right. Um, number four. The government, Fauci, and especially the CDC have illegally conspired to restrict the freedom of speech. I don't, I don't know how else you can see it. Personally, that's the only way I can see it. Um, maybe I'm just a big dummy. But in, in looking at mainstream media and looking at alternate sources of media and trying to find the truth between the two, um, I definitely have to agree with this statement that whew, I, I would definitely have to agree with the statement that they conspired to restrict the freedom of speech. Which is illegal. There's very, very narrow bands of justification for limiting freedom of speech. And the famous one is, you know, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But look at what was allowed to be talked about. And now look at like what social media did. Look at what's now being allowed to happen again. Brought a swath of our freedom speech was directly impacted by the government social media across the board, my personal opinion. Number five. Furthermore, we have also been living through the most massive globally coordinated propaganda and censorship campaign in the history of the human race. All major mass media and the social media technology companies have coordinated with governments and vaccine manufacturers to stifle and suppress 
any discussion of the risks of the genetic vaccines or the alternate early treatments. I, I don't know what you guys saw. I don't know what media sources you looked at. Um, but I can tell you that in looking at mainstream media and looking at alternative media and trying to find, there just seemed to be, a me to me, a lot of... Um, Hmm. A lot of similar verbiage on the mainstream media and government part where someone was like, what, did they get notes beforehand? Because two different press conferences, two different things being said kind of stuff, or the same thing being said almost word for word. That was kind of weird. So... Number, number six, freedom, free speech is free speech. Scientists and physicians must be allowed to discuss data on the internet. We all must be allowed to discuss data. It is time to stop the menace. And I completely agree with this, that when it comes to, when it comes to being able to talk about what we're seeing, that it, it should be up to whomever is... Um, it shouldn't be up to whomever is in control. It needs to be open for everybody to discuss. That's one of the founding principles of the internet is, yeah, it's free. It's open. We can all talk about everything. Apparently, um, somebody's trying to delete that memo, erase it, whatever you want to say. So look, I highly recommend you get this book and read it. If you agree with the premise or disagree with the premise, because one of the fundamental key important things about reading is it allows us to check our assumptions and to be able to have that argument with the author. And sometimes we learn, oh, hey, maybe I was wrong. Or, hey, I'm right and they're definitely wrong. What I want to remind you guys is that reading changes your thinking and it helps you grow as a person. So I want to thank you guys for joining me today. If you enjoyed this, this episode, please like and share. If you or someone you know is looking to level up their leadership and people skills, that's what I do at Turning Leaf Solutions. I'm a transition coach. I help people work towards a promotion or transition to a near career field. You can connect with me at turningleafs.com and book a free consultation there. My friends, I hope you guys go out and make it a great day. Make it a great week. I will, signing out.